Hey guys, it's Adrian. Welcome back to another episode of Anything Flows. This is Annette. So today we're going to talk a little bit about like our specific journey with our health and wellness. Obviously, as a health coach, I have spent a lot of time with with this journey myself, you know, learning about it, learning how to help others. So I wanted to just kind of share like what that experience has been like and what lessons we've learned and things like that. All right. You're going to get a little piece of what the coaching is like and also what the learning part like from the client is like. That's what I'm here to talk about, I guess. And um, well, not I guess, but I just feel like uh, since December, since I started this journey, I've feel like I've just shed a layer off and I've just like transformed pretty much I think I'm the best I ever have been now and I can say it's thanks to these specific like lifestyle changes and and, um, goals that we set for myself yeah so I think we'll just kind of talk a little bit about like what motivated us in the beginning and it's not like there's a start date to like your health journey like you've been trying to be as healthy as you can be for a long time you know since you were in high school playing sports trying to be the best athlete that you could so it's not Mm -hmm. like it was just this December no right I know and um but I think something changed when uh those two years of COVID hit and uh I'm sure in a lot of us we saw like um lack of motivation and um lots we lost sight I lost sight of those goals that I had for myself all along so um now that I've reconnected with that I've reconnected with myself and I've been doing this for me and motivated by that doing it for me because that's what I deserve yep so we we just have some questions we'll ask each other and then we'll both answer so the first one you kind of explained it but I want you to elaborate a little bit more about like what your initial motivators are like maybe this since like recently like you said december january Mm -hmm. when we started kind of being more like dialing everything in a little bit more so right i was at a point where i was just like not i was eating fast food so much i was not being active well yeah you worked at in and out well yeah and i still do but and that wasn't the only fast food i was eating i mean i was just not mm, wanting to even if there was dinner at home, like I was going out to eat fast food. I was going out to just be kind of a bum. <laughs> I wasn't being active. I wasn't even going for walks or taking myself on bike rides or anything like that for myself. I was in a very, um, I, I felt pretty um, lazy, um, but I don't want to associate it just with like being lazy. I think I also was, you know, in a mentality that overall was just um like not prioritizing those things right right exactly not prioritizing uh the things that because I didn't realize that it was causing me to be so I guess I I just lost sight of those things that I needed to um focus on but so I I wanted to get back to feeling like my body being feeling healthier I wasn't feeling fueled to work every day I was tired so much I was bloated so much I was just 
overeating a lot probably because I wasn't listening to my hunger cues and I wasn't working out. Not necessarily that I had to work out, but I wasn't even being active at all. I was really sedentary, which is not the lifestyle I'm used to. I used to be an athlete, as we talked about, and I used to also lift weights, which I enjoyed very much in high school. So I feel like I was recalling those memories and I wanted just to be back to that so yeah. and it looked I've, a little bit different because you right you weren't you didn't have like a sports coach or mm-hmm. like a teacher in your PT class anymore to, mm-hmm. to like assign you what to do basically yeah so I was just reflecting on all those times and and missing it pretty much so that really motivated me to do it for myself that like nobody's gonna tell me to nobody's gonna make me no one's gonna you know wake me up and make me do it but I needed to do it for myself so I wanted to aim for I know you talked about you talked to me about the triangle of awareness which has three points um and you find where you lie in that triangle and what to what what would you I guess describe it as so this is something that I like have in my welcome packet for all my clients when we first Mm -hmm. start together because I think it's good for us to be on the same page and make it clear what your goals are but also more importantly what your goals are not Mm -hmm. because like you said earlier like you didn't feel like you were you know you had energy and you just wanted to feel healthy again so Mm -hmm. that's when when you look at the triangle of awareness there's three points on the triangle one is longevity so that would be having more energy reducing your risk of chronic disease like a lot of well-being type of things reducing stress right aesthetics is also a point on the triangle so how you want your body to look and performance is another one so like if you wanted to pr you know have a specific prs or um if you're an endurance athlete you want to run you know a marathon or whatever like those kinds of things so when you look at that they're they're very different and to so when you think about what your goal is they you know maybe it's more towards longevity less towards performance but a little bit towards aesthetics but you also it also helps you to kind of see like you know like you said if you want to have more energy that may mean that you don't have a six-pack because Mm-hmm. That's going to be really low body fat percentage, yeah, low right. calories that you have to maintain to have, mm-hmm. you know, that that aesthetic goal that you have. So it really helps people to see like, OK, like it's not that you can't have all these things. You just can't have them all at the same time. Right. And there's an order of what we need to kind of work on to get there. Yeah. And I think when you say like you can't have them all at the same time, I think that's also meaning like you can't be peaking at all of those you can't be at the top of every single one of those so yeah so it helped me realize for sure um how to start aiming toward uh, what I wanted so I chose to I wanted to be able to just uh sustain my energy throughout the day because I so I'm so busy with school work etc and I think so focusing on my longevity and my my overall health was one thing and going back to how I used to be that's what I missed so I focused a lot on also my performance in the gym and in um, like other activities too like we tried um, well I'm doing yoga and that's what also one of my main goals is practicing yoga and I've loved that so much it's been super helpful for mind and body i know we say that we've said that before and it's just very true i love it 
Yeah. Well, I think that's good that you have gold connected to mind and body because you're, mm-hmm. it is, it's the mind that makes the body, mm-hmm. you know, and that is an important connection Very to have. True. They're not mm-hmm. different. I think that's a huge, huge thing that people don't realize and that I wasn't realizing that my mindset has a lot to do with, you know, what I'm going to get up and do. Like I mentioned earlier, I'm not, no one's going to make me, but me. Yeah. Yeah. And some of the things that because of those goals that you had that we focused on and we'll talk about is, is just making small changes, being more consistent. And Mm -hmm. yeah, I mean, that's, yeah, sounds simple, but guys, it is that simple. Yeah. And there are obstacles just like with anyone, life gets in the way, um, so I know I, I ran into a few of those obstacles uh, along the way, such as my schedule. I know I talk about that too. I work uh, during the day early until like the afternoon. And then during the, uh, well, it was spring. Yeah. So like during the winter and the spring, I was taking classes. So after work, I'd go to class and I'd have to have, I'd have to find the energy in me to go and to stay consistent with my working out or even with like yoga and yoga is more simple to just make myself do I mm-hmm. think because I can do that in my room now I made adjustments yeah. so so that's my my point in bringing that up is that although I had those obstacles I found a way to move around them to um to still stay on path mm-hmm. and that was like for example I wasn't doing yoga as much as I should have and um one way I did that was one way that I brought myself to the yoga mat more was I made room, I made space in Literal my room. Space. And I and I actually make the space comfortable for me. I set my candles. Yeah. I like literally take my me I time. walked in on you one day <laughs> and I was like, oh, sorry. <laughs> it was so funny. Like you already knew. You already knew what was going on in here with the candles lit, the incense lit. <laughs> so lights dim. <laughs> so I think that's helped me a lot because I look forward to it a lot more and yeah. I and I also reflect on that feeling afterward mm-hmm. and I journal about it so yeah. that I can remember not that I forget but just to have it in writing have yeah. it so I can see it and and remember the feeling I felt when I wrote this mm-hmm. has a big thing to do with it and I, I'm a big advocate of journaling because when you're writing it down it makes more of an impression on your brain that this is important mm-hmm. and like so you don't always have to like go back and look at it but it like you it like sits with you more Mm -hmm. yeah I think uh I kind of uh listened to this podcast about um it's more about education and educators on how to best teach uh concepts to children and one thing they said well not just children to anybody but one thing they mentioned is just including more of your senses so I like to set the candles because it brings me back to I when I when I set this candle it's my me time it's my yoga time and I love it when I write it down I'm actively touching the pen to the paper and I'm seeing the words it just includes typing on your phone yeah and not necessarily that but just just like even just like reflecting in my head yeah yeah, I can think about Mm -hmm. it I can ponder it yeah but putting it on paper having it to look back at and reflect on afterwards and it also allows me to see my growth Mm -hmm. because I wasn't so motivated in the beginning and then I ask myself questions and I go back to those questions dude I have one page left in my journal (gasps) really yes like one and now I have to get a new one nice I have an extra because it's like (laughs) 
almost two years of wow journaling wow that's my goal i was just thinking about it the other day and like i have started so many books i've started journals before never but never it, consistency really gotten to the end of a lot of them <laughs> yeah but you have to consistency is really important yeah and it doesn't mean perfection it doesn't mean that you have to do like your max and give you 110 percent, but do your best yep show up if it's literally that you just write the date and you write a sentence whatever mm-hmm. you feel called to do that's consistency whatever brings you back like even exactly. with yoga you back. like yeah. i tell my clients i'm like the hardest part because I, I i suggest you know i think one thing that i'm really going to start focusing a lot more on with coaching is helping people to build more of like a home practice for yoga because yeah. that's literally what has been the biggest transformation for me it is not going to the gym it is not my nutrition it is yoga mm-hmm. not I because it's see it. yeah yeah and, and not because it's necessarily the physical part or or even the mental part i think it's just a combination of both it's really a time that like i am connecting with myself and with my body listening to my body challenging it and discovering things that i'm capable of doing like mm-hmm. you know that i've just never i've never been able to do or didn't think i could do and finding my you know balance and quieting my mind at the same time yeah it's like that solitude you get um when you're doing it it's you're paying attention to all of you you're giving all of you um some love i love when when in yoga videos because i follow a lot of videos as i'm still practicing i like to follow videos and i'm still practicing everybody is still practicing there's no end goal to yoga well yeah and so uh and i and i only say that because um you sister have been uh, practicing longer and so you are able to kind of get into the flow easier um on your own without such like so many or without videos and someone guiding you i kind of and i've started to do that on my own a little bit more and just kind of flow in with whatever i want mm-hmm. because i've practiced already and i know what i what feels good but um like i was saying i love when the instructor in the video tells you to bring awareness to like the four corners of your feet to Mm -hmm. all breathe into all four corners of your belly or like just um make sure to keep your arms awake yeah and just be very active in all parts of your body because it it does like i I love to pay attention to all of those things and have that mind body connection we should do an episode on yoga we will do an episode (laughs) on yoga because i think too it like teaches you to take up space with your body and Mm -hmm, you can take that into life and take up space and express yourself wherever you go Mm -hmm. and with yoga too like you said you know i'm i've been practicing more so i i can get into the flow but we're always practicing yoga our body's Mm -hmm. always trying to find what feels good if you're like sitting in your chair and you're uncomfortable you're gonna move you're gonna like you know stretch your neck to the sides like you're always doing yoga Mm -hmm. so that's one way to look at it yeah and i think it's like a well a better way to look at it yeah is that you are always doing yoga it's like and when you're in the practice and in the flow it's like connecting your breath yeah. connecting your mind connecting yeah but when you body. when you set more of an in, you know when you set your mat out or yeah. even if you don't have a mat but you set that intention to connect to your body connect to your breathing connect to your mind that's that's my self it's more powerful yeah, that's my yeah. self-love is me paying attention to all parts of me. 
mm-hmm. after a long day especially and yeah. uh, more recently since i i have to wake up early for work i i'm always in a rush in the morning because i don't know why it takes so long to get ready it is dude i have the hardest time waking up and that too like and it's toward the end of the year well it's my last week of the school year uh at my work at pueblo but i've been wanting to do yoga in the morning like i've been wanting to exercise in the morning and i just wish i could but i don't i don't make that time in the morning but today depends like the yoga too Right. I, yeah. I mean, I don't think it would be bad at all to do yoga. It never is bad at all to do, be doing no, yoga. Yeah. But I like in the morning to be doing more something that's going to like increase my heart rate. So even if that's just going for a walk, especially if it's like mm-hmm. my my luteal or menstrual phase. Mm-hmm. But I'll still go to the gym then, but maybe not go as intense. Right. But going to the gym or doing like some kind of activity like that mm-hmm. early really helps to give you the energy to like sustain Mm-hmm. that throughout the day and i do want to say like i did i did begin the day with yoga today for the first time mm-hmm. before work and i had a long day a busy day of work we're moving classrooms i have to do so much organizing i have to be really on top of things i have a to-do list i really have to knock out and i i gotta say today i felt so and you even said something about it i felt so chipper you yeah, called me chipper like, today not <laughs> i know but do some yoga babe because i didn't i my morning was i mean i went i went for a walk this morning with shaggy mm-hmm. i didn't have coffee though i think that messed me up which sucks because i know addicted. i really hate that i know i really I had green hate tea that. though i thought that would be enough because we're out of like it's our cups, enough. but it wasn't enough we have the coffee that you can put in the k-cups or whatever but anyway i think yeah it definitely set me up and just allowed me to start the day full and i and actually the video that i watched was yoga with adrian fill your cup and i honestly felt like my cup was full this morning i had (laughs) i was it was so quick i mean it was um yeah it was like 20 minutes Mm-hmm. and the time goes by fast too when you're it doing does. it really does yeah i have i have some clients who it's still hard to show up and and i'm not saying that like in a bad way like they're not showing up but it's it's hard to to show up for yourself you've got mm-hmm. other things going on yeah. other things on your mind and it may not seem like that is going to help you in the moment but i promise you it will and you don't have you know you can click the video and it's 20 minutes but you don't have to follow along with what she's doing. You right. just have to set the intention for that 20 minutes or, you know, make it 10 minutes as long as it's better than nothing. Yes, that's the thing I, I've been focusing on, too, is like, what could I be doing right now to help myself? That's what I've been, um, yeah, trying to bring myself back to is, is am I helping myself right now or am I, am I hurting myself right now by just scrolling, by just sitting, mm-hmm. by just like you know yeah not doing anything but don't sometimes. beat yourself up about that i mean we all yeah. doom scroll and it's distract just, yeah. ourselves with with things like that it is inevitable That's how our these brains days. are wired yeah you know but learn from it you know that there are things that are going to help you that are, i like to also when i'm working with clients we talk about like a toolbox or a toolkit mm-hmm. and like if you're scrolling or something, like what's what's maybe the emotion that's like behind that that you know you're trying to avoid or trying to cope with? Well, yeah, sometimes when I am scrolling, it is because I'm trying to avoid, I'm trying to procrastinate. I know I have a ton of things on my mind and this is helping me not think of them. Yeah. And so, yeah, that's it's one thing. But I I do know that deep down 
I'm not helping myself. I'm going to be feeling even more stuck later on. So I need to get out of it. Yeah. So I always say like have a toolkit, like have mm-hmm. a toolbox and, and things that you can pull out to help you in those situations when you become aware that you're doing this because you're procrastinating or you're bored and or a you're toolbox, avoiding like, like stress. Like what would be in a toolbox? So like you can think of things that take like that are low effort, mm-hmm. like listening to music. You can just play music. Okay. Like if you're feeling stressed, like because that's really a big one that people struggle with it. Like we want to try to find more like adaptive coping yeah. strategies rather than like maladaptive like scrolling drinking you know mm-hmm. those kinds of things to yeah. try to cope that aren't going to help our health right so there's things that don't require a lot of effort music um even going for a walk just it, it depends on every person yeah but maybe there's things that are more maybe require a little bit more effort like painting like that could really help with stress yeah. you know or make doing a puzzle but you might have to like have more resources to do that but i always say just jot them down like write them down in your notes yeah, in your, in your journal for you don't you knock any do. of them down have you know i think when you just start writing it out and getting these ideas flowing then you can realize that there's so much more that you can do that, that you maybe just weren't aware of before and try yeah, them things that bring you know you back to uh like kind of ground you and and bring you back to that awareness of of what you can be doing positively yeah so I wanted, I was wondering what kind of setbacks like have you run into, if any, uh, in your journey? Well, with cheering in, in high school and in college, like you always, you know, we're, we always were working out and conditioning and things like that. So I never had an issue with being active. Like I was always in a sport, so always, I was yeah. always coached and and didn't didn't struggle with that like I would still go maybe to the gym and stuff on my own but like I think gym anxiety was something that I really struggled with Mm. like I did not like going to the gym I Mm -hmm. still kind of feel that but I just don't care anymore like I went with um, one of our cousins to the gym and we work out together and she's like you just walk in there like you own that bitch and I'm like oh thanks (laughs) you do no you do because you do I'm just trying to work out I'm just trying to get my shit done and go you own that bitch (laughs) <laughs> yeah but so you know i haven't really have a, had a, struggles with the exercise piece i kind of got over my gym anxiety a little bit because i'm like i'm not here to worry about anybody but i'm here to you know take care of myself and i think the biggest problem with like gym anxiety is you don't want to look like you don't know what you're doing right and yeah. That is it. That's bottom yeah. line. It's like you don't want to be seen uh, struggling. You don't want anyone to see the struggle. Everyone in there is there for the same reason. I know we've said this, but but it's true. And and they've all they've all started somewhere. Yeah. You cannot expect to become a pro at anything or to evolve if you don't make mistakes that you can learn from. Like you should welcome those mistakes. You should mm-hmm. welcome those failures but view it as learning opportunities. Exactly. Just change that sort of negative talk and be in like that worry into just owning it and just you're taking action for you. That is admirable. You guys are, you guys are showing you up. You deserve it. Yeah, for you. You have every you right to be it. in that gym just as much as anybody else does. Exactly. Or if, if gym's, the gym's not your thing, whatever else you're doing to be active. Yeah. Yeah, I think another kind of setback for me that kind of prevents me from being the best that I can be when it comes to my activity is my knee because I've had Mm. three knee surgeries since eighth grade. I had one in eighth grade. 
because of gymnastics when I tore my meniscus. And then my freshman year of college when I cheered at AWC at the end of the season, I tore my meniscus again and then I had it operated on. And then like a few months after that, because I never did PT and I think that probably did not help. Yeah, but I was never that's important to do AT. That's PT. the thing you weren't told to, right? Yeah. Ugh. So I knew dude. I needed to, but I was never given like, the guidance the, or and, yeah the or, resources. Yeah. So, I, but I did work with our athletic trainer a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think the operation just wasn't like that successful. And then I ended up, yeah, a few months later having to have another knee surgery after, which really sucked because it was right before I was getting ready to try out for U of A. And you had to have like a standing back tuck. And that was what I was working on. And I could land it, except I had a torn freaking meniscus. And that like just gets in your head. And so that sucked. But I had the third time then I had to have it completely replaced. So they carved out a piece of my bone and they put a cadaver bone in there with the meniscus. So I have a huge scar on the side and on the front. Mm -hmm. Um, And I'm like 90, 95% sure that it's torn again. And I'm sure a lot of people have like knee problems. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, we're in our 20s or 30s and we're like, how do I have knee problems? Like (laughs) I'm in my 60s or back problems and stuff. Mm -hmm. And I get you like it sucks. It it sucks to watch you in pain. I feel terrible whenever like we are working out together and you're like, fuck, I got to get the knee brace. Yeah, I know. I just my knee brace brace because it's like it i just don't sometimes i'm like i don't need it but then i feel it after and i just it's not even like sore it's just like painful like i'm limping which sucks but i mean you gotta you gotta do squats if you want a fat ass so that's how it works man i know (laughs) (laughs) just kidding that's not all you can do there's so many other exercises there's variations those are obstacles and we work around there Mm -hmm. are variations that's another thing like is important to to consider is do some variations and modifications to what you're seeing to fit you not everyone is the same right you clearly need to take it easy on your knee so take it back a notch that's why i started doing tennis so that way i can (laughs) injure which you still cannot run across yeah honestly tennis is kind of hard because it's (laughs) it's just like basketball or like or sports where you have to like pivot and like that's where a lot of in- meniscus injuries happen yeah. but it's i wore my brace toes, last time yeah, yeah. i said i wore my brace last time so. yeah true but that's i think that's it that's those are really the biggest struggles and i don't mm-hmm. really focus on plateaus because i'm just trying to like i don't really have specific aesthetic goals i think for both of us we're focusing on longevity and consistency and creating a, a good routine and lifestyle for ourselves that is maybe a little bit dialed towards aesthetics and performance, but it's not solely focused on that. Like I'm not going into the gym with expectations of looking a certain way, but I really like the way that things are coming along. Right. It's, it's working out pretty nicely. I would say so. (laughs) I would agree. I'm just kidding. (laughs) Um, let's talk about some like lessons you taught me. I definitely want to let everyone know how much I've learned I was not this like nutrition nut or anything like that. Like <laughs> nutrition nut. Yeah. Somebody called me Miss Healthy and I was like, what? <laughs> Why? Like I just am being healthy, I guess. Like, and I don't know if that is, um, I mean, it is a good thing. I'm just saying like, I don't know. 
like how many people are also as healthy as I am. I don't know really, but I mean, maybe they're just not used to it. Like a lot of people aren't. I think we were really lucky growing up because our mom was like focused a lot on health and having nutritious foods we'd never had sodas and things like that yeah, so we never we got never got to have the junk that kind of cereal stuff. that's yeah, one we thing never, I we had cheerios i mean and i love cheerios. i love cheerios now. <laughs> i love cheerios so much but like i was like girl where are the cocoa puffs at i wanted co- cocoa yeah. puffs so bad but anyway our cousins so would come over helps. for like the summers and they'd be like <laughs> do you guys have any snacks and my mom's like we have fruit <laughs> <They're> like, oh. <laughs> well yeah and so so that kind of makes it easy yeah. to to follow this yeah that's why coaching i think is really helpful because not everybody grew up like that exactly yeah and that's that's a thing i i need to um put into perspective is yeah not everyone's used to that but i can definitely say i've learned like from from the past i i didn't realize that my relationship with food could have been better i think i thought of losing weight equals no eating that's what a lot of people think. And that was me in high school. I was trying to, I, I was really insecure about my body in, in high school, even though I, now looking back, I was very just athletic. There was mm-hmm. nothing wrong with my body whatsoever. Nothing. And I was active. So I, I really didn't understand. I don't understand that now, but I do understand how high schoolers think. Mm-hmm. So I know that whether it was like real or not, that's just how I thought. So now I realize like to be in the state that I am to be like as energetic and as active as I want to be, I do need to be feeling my body for it. And that means eating. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And so like whether you want to hear it or not, you do need to eat. You need the right nutrients, though. You can't just be eating yonke either. Like and that's one thing that I know people have a hard time. Yeah quitting and and you don't necessarily need to quit i still will give myself i i will but i'll treat it as more of a reward i mean yeah pretty much because i'm not um just indulging overindulging in these and you can enjoy it more in that way too because you can be more mindful about it more intentional and you can use it to continue to make you feel good because there's definitely a point where too much is going to make you not feel great and your goal yeah. is to feel healthy to feel strong to have energy mm-hmm. to not have issues and just how i feel now compared to um then in high school and stuff when i was eating so much fast food and just snacks all the time that i would buy on my own and stuff because like we don't really keep those kinds of snacks here but i would buy like chips and i would buy candies and things like just bad for me really and i would overindulge and then like it's no wonder i wasn't feeling well and 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 energetic i was feeling bloated a lot of times and just shitty i was feeling shitty pretty much and i know i i didn't think there was a way around it i was just like oh i'm just feeling bad uh, you're for like some i wonder reason. why this is happening exactly that was me i was just clueless to all of this and it's all connected your nutrition your uh Right, like your nutrition, your activity, it's all, it's, it should all be connected. Mm-hmm. No, I think you've done a good job of making small changes. I think the biggest thing is like you, you eat more, like mm-hmm. you prioritize mm-hmm. breakfast, mm-hmm. you know, and that's a hard thing for a lot of people. They're like, I don't feel hungry in the morning. And it's like, 
that's not a good sign yeah you know? and like I, that means you're just running on cortisol uh, yeah yeah i can't even imagine now myself skipping breakfast i need my breakfast in the morning and it helps a lot i can tell that in the past when i wasn't eating my breakfast it was just like ooh, I, I was like kind of feeling your body has to break down your own energy like uh-huh either body fat or your own protein uh-huh. to make energy for you to keep going that day. You're right. I was just feeling like my body was working really hard and it didn't have too what hard. it needed. It was yeah. working too hard. Exactly. And it didn't have what it needed to support uh, what it was doing. So mm-hmm. now I'm, I'm eating my breakfast, eating my lunch, eating my, you know, snacks when I'm feeling hungry, like my healthier snacks, mm-hmm. I'll have fruit. Yeah. I'll have and like uh granola bars or protein bars and Mm -hmm. things like that so that's like a huge thing for me because i I, of that like relationship that i had with food was not good Mm -hmm. so i love love now yeah my relationship with food good thank you coach you're you're welcome (laughs) and and since you brought it to me yeah i'm i'm just like the whole household has changed and is more aware too like we're not just gonna like they're not just gonna let me eat chips if you see me eating takis you know something's wrong well, you I'm know not gonna i'm gonna say anything i'm not, not gonna okay. shame you for eating takis but if you're hung- if um, maybe you're hungry and we can make some food no girl yeah i know exactly but i'm saying too that like um it's just now we've kind of all gone along with a better relationship with food and so we can all support each other i think with that no pussy yeah so any anything else you wanted to oops anything else you wanted to ask have you have your you want to ask me my goals yeah nobody ever asked the coach i was was gonna what are you what have your goals been since you began this journey and how how have you reflected on them Um, i don't know uh, <laughs> i'm just doing i'm just be doing my thing you know what i mean so then you don't i'm just kidding I, that's the thing is i really i don't have any goals you don't have any goals shut up i just stay consistent i go to the gym i your work goals out are, i keep going why your goals are helping others by setting an example mm-hmm. i think and you set a great example every day yeah because it, especially you know not that you are perfect because that's the point is that we're all human we're all we have flaws, we make mistakes, and we learn from them. And that's what I think you've shown me the most. Mm-hmm. I think, uh, I just think that it's a, it's a never-ending journey. It's really, I'm going to learn everything every, I'm going to learn new things every day. Yeah. Um, whether it's about, you know, exercises or new activities, like we just picked up tennis. And yeah. that is honestly yeah. just also a stress reliever like it's it's keeping us active in our what did you call it zone two and zone three yeah um where we're keeping our heart rate high and and uh, for like longer durations of time yeah, by playing back and forth endurance. yeah and that's helping us burn fat but we're also like relieving stress because mm-hmm. we're having so much fun even yeah. though we don't know what we're doing we're learning we're learning that's i think maybe how i would say like my goals are is just to be trying different things and seeing what i'm capable of but sometimes i think because i don't have a weight related goal a performance related goal because i just don't want to injure myself i guess that's a goal but (laughs) true sometimes 
goals can can seem like that's that's the end and then what's after that and i'm just kind of my view for me personally is just to keep going to be evolving to be listening to my body Mm -hmm. and to really stay consistent i guess one goal that i have is to become a yoga teacher yeah and then from there like that i think i'm gonna have a lot more opportunities to obviously teach other people and to incorporate that into my coaching because I think that's what people need I don't there's a lot of trainers in the fitness space already and people who understand that you know all that and I understand the exercise science and took a course for personal training I just never took the exam but I, I just didn't don't feel like that's what I want to pursue and I would to- I love I love personal trainers and what they do yeah. I just I love coaching how I do it and how mm-hmm. it's more personable and and you focus on a lot more than just your physical health. And I'm sure with personal training too, there's, you know, places where that kind of, you, you touch on those things too. Mm-hmm. But I think with yoga, like I can do a lot more in that space. So I think, yeah, it, it does. It is more in the scope of like the things you focus on and value the most with your coaching. I think yeah. it just ties that's something that will tie it together really well. Mm-hmm. Put a little bow tie on your coaching. Yeah. So hopefully this was like a good discussion about kind of what what got us started, what our motivators were, and what we've learned, what's kind of helped us stay consistent. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I especially just want listeners to realize that it's not like a perfect journey. Nothing is. There will be mistakes. There will be um obstacles but the important thing is to learn from those mistakes and adapt to those obstacles you know we are adapting creatures we are going to we are always evolving and and keeping the goals you have in mind and always in mind not you know just staying consistently working toward those goals no matter if it's you know a little bit here a little bit there you are still doing it for Mm -hmm. you make it part of your life so it's not something that you have to like remind yourself about like oh yeah that was my goal like it's it's your goal it's your intention for a reason yeah because maybe something about where your life is right now is uncomfortable Mm -hmm. you know i would say like my my biggest like tip kind of with this discussion would be just it doesn't always have to be perfect you you know you you said that too but Mm -hmm. if you know you're used to doing workouts with weights and now you only have your body weight use your just use your body weight like use your body in general go for a walk like yeah there's no shame in doing less than someone else like that is what you you did before like do what you can feel do what feels right do what feels good Mm -hmm. for you in the moment okay and focus on that moment there's only this moment and so. then it begin, it just gets easier mm-hmm. so yeah try not to worry about the past and the future just just focus on the present yes <laughs> well thanks for listening everybody if you guys have suggestions for other podcast episodes you know let us know what you guys are enjoying about these discussions and what you want to hear more about yeah definitely and if you hear something that you want a little bit more like elaboration on and you want have a little more questions about something and you want us to go over yeah ask us ask either or one just, of us yeah message me on instagram at coach adrian underscore you can message me too at annette noriega a two <laughs> a's at the end <laughs> but yeah the coach coach has
If I don't know the answer, I will find it. If she doesn't have an answer, her books do. So also send us books. Just kidding. (laughs) Send us book recommendations. That's actually what I do want um, from you guys. (laughs) Okay. Well, we'll see you guys next week. Bye-bye. Thank you.